the emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping. From the working moms to the empty nesters, the long-to-be moms to the moms of teens, you need peace and clarity for your mind and body. Angela teaches how to achieve that by using this simple technique. Let's get started tapping with your host, Coach Angela. I'm so glad you are here today. Today's topic is a little bit of a more sensitive one, but it's one that's been weighing on my heart. And I thought I would just share a few of my thoughts and do some EFT together on this topic. So the question is, how can I be restored from the heartbreak of a miscarriage? Being emotionally drained from the loss of a miscarriage, there is no easy fix for the feeling of loss of a loved one. That includes the loss of a child that one has never met. We may have never met this little one face to face, but the pain in a mother's heart is still overwhelming and heartbreaking. I grieve right alongside you, having more than one miscarriage and a preterm birth that resulted in a loss. 20 years later, the hurt is faded, but I will never forget. And these situations, as painful as they are, they have made me who I am today. However, when it's a fresh wound and so raw on your heart, it can be paralyzing. So let's talk about some first steps to healing. Everyone is different how they process a loss. There's no length of time to expect to get over it. And when I experienced my miscarriages, I had a range of emotions. My thoughts around the hope for what would have been, it was heartbreaking for me. I stayed hopeful that there would be a next time as I recovered and tried to heal the best that I knew how. And the first emotion is shock. That's really to put it mildly. The range of emotions that quickly go from the excitement of a new life and the excitement is then suddenly gone. I felt this and it was so painful to go from one extreme to another. And the disbelief I felt of what happened and the heartbreak that I just can't change this situation. All the thoughts I had about how our family would change were suddenly gone. Taking the time to process what has happened is so important for you. I remember being told that physically I needed to take some time off, but emotionally is just as important. In the past, I liked to process things on my own, and honestly, I isolated myself. And this was before social media, where we can find support groups, but I also don't know I didn't really know at that time where to go to find support through this difficult time. I didn't feel comfortable talking to others, even at mom's groups that I was a part of, who really, you know, there were others that were experiencing the same thing. I was grateful to have my sister for support. We have leaned on each other through the years of ups and downs of motherhood, the highs and lows, the accomplishments, the losses. Having one person, at least one, that you can pour your heart to and trust when you feel the most vulnerable is important. You may even feel that it doesn't seem real, that it's just not believable that this baby is gone. How can this be? 
That initial shock and disbelief after a loss is when you need that support the most. Having someone to listen to you through the rush of emotions that come and go is difficult to sort when you're doing it on your own. The next step is feeling sadness, anger, and guilt. Maybe you feel one, maybe you feel all of them. And once that initial shock starts to wear off, the reality of what happens starts to settle in. Everyone feels differently once the process of grieving for a miscarriage begins. No one can judge us for how we feel or how they think we're supposed to feel. They can't judge how we process a situation or how they think we are supposed to grieve. And that includes ourselves. We may feel sad because our hope of the future and what this little life would have added to ours, sad that the joy we had is gone, sad over the unknown about the future. We may feel angry, angry at our body for not doing what we wanted it to, angry at the doctors or others we think should have helped differently, angry that it's so easy for others to get pregnant and have children. Or we may feel guilty. Guilty of something we think we did that could have caused this. Guilty that we could have done more to have prevented the miscarriage. Feeling guilty for past choices we may have made. We need to grieve the way our mind and body leads us. Leaning on others can help us to make sure that we are processing the event. And everyone goes at their own pace. And once we go through the anger and the guilt and the sadness, eventually we'll arrive at acceptance. And when you get to the point where you're accepting the situation, it means that you understand that it is real, that the miscarriage really happened. You understand the loss, but you may still need time to heal from it. Acceptance doesn't mean you're over it. You may still not feel great about what happened, but you can acknowledge that it happened. It's powerful to have others around you that you can talk to, but there are many different ways you can find support. Groups in person, groups online, family, friends, prayer and faith, and alternative methods. So getting to the heart and healing. There are a number of ways that you can work through healing from your miscarriage. Miscarriage is a loss and it is a big deal. And it needs your attention and time. These situations can be very sad and traumatic. It's possible that over time you may feel this loss can reveal a blessing. Not a blessing of the loss, but who we become because of the situation. Learning what can come out of this heartache and how it can make us a better and stronger person can be so powerful. I have seen what multiple losses have has done for my maturity. My heart and empathy can be a blessing to others. And these situations can be so much more than the healing of ourselves. It can be a bridge to helping others that you will meet later in life, ones who were raw with grief just as we were at one time. 
connection is so powerful, even when the connection stems from heartache. So some ways to help in the healing, faith and prayer, support groups, family and friends, journaling, walking in nature, exercise, and of course, EFT and tapping. Remember that emotions will come and go and they'll change. Even when you think you have made progress on your journey and you feel that you're at peace with your loss. But then in a heartbeat, you'll find yourself upset by seeing a pregnant woman or hearing about a friend's new baby. This is all natural. Please be gentle on yourself. So let's tap together for the thoughts about your loss and how we can heal and looking to the future. So this script can be used for any stage of grief. The wording may be more for a beginning stage of the process, but it will even be helpful if you've moved through some of the process already. So let's start at the karate chop point. You can just repeat after me. Even though I am heartbroken and upset about this miscarriage, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm worried about the future and what my life may look like, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm angry that this is so easy for others to have children and not me, I love and accept who I am right now. Take it to the eyebrow, this sinking feeling in my stomach. Side of the eye, I can't believe this has even happened. Under the eye, the ache my body feels after losing my child. Under the nose, this heartache is so painful and at times unbearable. Chin, all the dreams I had for this baby and what they would bring to my life. Collarbone, in a moment those dreams are gone and there's nothing I can do about it. Under the arm, I feel so upset and helpless. Top of head, I can't imagine what life would be like moving forward. Eyebrow, I want to process this loss because I can't live in this pain. It's too much. Side of eye, I need to reach out to get help. I can't do this alone. Under eye, it feels like no one could possibly understand. I feel alone, but there are others who have gone through this. Under the nose, this is too painful to work through alone. I need help healing. Chin, maybe I can find support to heal from other people I trust around me, or journaling and keep tapping. Collarbone, I can't imagine what life will be like after this experience. Under the arm, but I'm seeing I don't have to do this alone. Top of head, I find comfort knowing that I'm not alone. I don't have to hide. I just need to find the right people to connect with. Eyebrow, it feels better knowing I don't have to do this alone. Side of eye, I need to be easy on myself and grieve at my own pace. Under the eye, I just want to feel normal again, but I'm having a hard time. Under the nose, 
I will get there, but this may take time. I want to honor this experience and my baby. Chin, this loss doesn't make sense to me. I wish I could change it. Collarbone, but I'm open to moving forward. I don't want to stay stuck in sadness. Under the arm, I want to find peace even when I'm sad, angry, or feeling guilty. Top of head, I know I will find hope again. And until then, I will be easy on myself, give myself what I need, and I know that I'll heal from this eventually. I don't know how long this will take, but I'm believing I will find joy again. Take a deep breath. Okay, so if you are still feeling a little bit of stress or anxiety thinking about the situation, keep tapping. Change up those words. Make them fit you more. But just keep tapping. And I know this is a difficult time in your life, but please know that I am loving you from afar. Sometimes there aren't any words of comfort. Sometimes there just isn't the right thing to say. But know that even if someone doesn't acknowledge what happened to you, it's because they don't know how to comfort you in this situation. Maybe they just haven't experienced it. Or they say something that was not comforting at all. And you may experience it, a friend or a family member that they mean well, but they may say the most insensitive or stupid things. They're doing the best that they can. Just ignore the comments if they are insensitive or hurtful. That's when you turn to those that you trust and those that get you. That's when you take a walk in nature or take time to journal. When you feel the pain or sadness come up, the tapping can be so calming. When you feel anger being triggered, tap for the thoughts that are rising. Don't wait. Just start tapping. You can even tap while you're praying. Let the peace from tapping comfort you in this time of sadness. Sending you lots of love. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Overcoming Anxiety Podcast with your host, Coach Angela. If you like today's show or have a topic you would like Angela to address on a future episode, check out her website at mommyanxietywhisperer.com. Thanks for tuning in and keep tapping.